Hi, I'm Anas. And I'm Grace. We love the Wheel of Time fandom, and we love talking about why it's so special. Our mission is to give back to the fandom through projects that amplify the fun and camaraderie. I thought it was we make people cry. Mm, yeah, but in a good way. This, This is The Light's Work. Hello, and welcome back to The Light's Work. This is Grace, and I am here, as always, with my very funny friend, Anas. How are you doing tonight, Anas? I am doing great. I am down for a lot of fun today. Uh, I'm really excited about our guest. Um, it's uh, been a busy weekend, and it's a Sunday evening night um, that I always look forward to recording. So yeah, let's let's get this started. Yes, we have a very special guest tonight at a very timely time uh, for our fandom. We have Jordan Kahn, new member services director, Ebony, with us tonight. Welcome, Ebony, to The Light's Work. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Um, and yeah, it's Jordan Kahn season. It is crazy. Yeah, you must be really busy right now. With- so I am really busy, like just in general. <laughs> um, so yesterday, like on the Facebook group and on Twitter, I always post the little um, countdown. And it said two weeks on Friday. And I was like, oh, my dear Lord. Um, two weeks? I'm not, we're not, I'm not where I need to be. Um, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe how soon it is. And by the time this episode releases, it will be like four days away, which is crazy to think about. Um, So hopefully we will have some questions answered and information given to folks who are headed to JordanCon. But even if you aren't headed to JordanCon, we're going to spend some time getting to know Ebony a little bit. She's been in the Wheel of Time fandom for a long time, and she's very active uh, within the fandom, and we wanted to get to know her um, a little bit better. Even though she's talked about JordanCon in a lot of different places, we don't really know that much about Ebony. So, The thing we always ask first on this podcast is, what is your Wheel of Time origin story? How did you start reading the books? How old were you? How, who, did someone recommend them to you? What's, what's your story? So I had a friend many, well, I'm not gonna say many years ago, because that makes me sound old, but a while ago, um, who recommended the Legends Anthology to me. And in that one, I forget which, like, edition of it it was, but there was an excerpt from New Spring. And I read it, and I was like, this seems really cool. Like, the women seem to be in charge. And a dragon. There's a dragon? Because I really like dragons. Imagine (laughs) my disappointment when I read the book. Like, where's the dragon? (laughs) This dude is the dragon? But I thought there was a dragon. Um, So that was probably 2000-ish. Maybe 1999, 2000 around the time. So um, then my husband joined the Air Force and we moved to Mississippi and I went and I finally was like, okay, I'm here. I've got a new baby. I've got a toddler and I don't know anybody. Let me go get a book. So I went to get Eye of the World and I sat down to read it and I could not do it the first time. Like it just, it didn't grab me the first time. I was like, okay, set it down and came back to it like three or four months later. And now I have a daughter named Avienda. So that's how that went, um, just like full-on obsession. Um, so it was, I, I actually haven't been in the fandom as long as like some of the people that were there from day one. Like, so two, 2001-ish, 2000, it might have been 2002, um, is when I started reading. And mm-hmm. back then the internet wasn't what it is now. So it took a while for me to kind of find where everybody else was. Because <laughs> um, I always say, like nobody told me Jordan Kahn was happening like I didn't know we were getting together (laughs) I didn't know Wheel of Time friends were meeting um but yeah so once like once because because long time ago like before regular people can get on Facebook like I very vividly remember when Facebook kind of opened up to the public (laughs) and you didn't have to be in college to be on Facebook that is kind of when I found all the other Wheel of Time fans I was like oh we're out here doing stuff Oh, there's, there's fans. So yeah, I get. I guess it's been about 22 years now, which is crazy. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you said I haven't been a fan a very long time, but 22 years is quite a long time. Well, I mean, <laughs> right? But like, I didn't, I wasn't in from the ground floor. Like, it wasn't 1990 when I started yeah. reading. Um, yeah. It was, so I, I came in like, for some of them, I'm still like a, a little fan. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not like hardcore old school. I'm just hardcore new school. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's the story. It's just I was looking for something new to read. I had read a, I had read just about everything David Eddings had written because mm-hmm. in middle school I discovered him and I kind of discovered the fantasy genre. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but it's not necessarily they weren't necessarily um, written for young black girls, right? Like it mm-hmm. wasn't nobody in the books kind of looked like me. Nobody in my family was necessarily reading those kind of books, and I just kind of I, I had a friend that was like, I think you might like you might like uh, the David Edding series. And here we are. So <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to hear, um, you know, a, a start of someone's fandom story. But uh, when did you like realize, wow, not only are these books amazing, but the people who, who, who you know, who mm-hmm. read these books, they're amazing too. And I want <laughs> to hang out with these people. So I, it is I'm going to say it was probably, so if I started reading in 2002, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back because a lot of my um, life, like I don't remember the years, but I remember where we were living because we're a military family. So I've got to. <laughs> yeah. um, you mark your time by location, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> so we were in Mississippi then. We went back to Maryland. So that had to be like 2004. So somewhere between 2004 and 2007 is when I kind of discovered that I wasn't the only person reading these books. Because I know it sounds silly to think, obviously I'm not the only person reading these books because he keep make, he keeps he's making the books. Like, they're selling. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it's one of those things where it was just hard to find other people that were reading the books. Um, but I remember I um, went to a, a book signing. In Maryland, we, were just, we just happened to be at the mall, and my husband noticed that there was a book signing for Robert Jordan. He's like, you like those books, don't you? <laughs> I was like, I do like those books. But it was after that book signing that I realized, you know what? I there, There's more people. Let me go find them. And then once again, Facebook, where I'm old, so Facebook is like my point of reference. That's my online <laughs> community. Um, but then I there's a Will of Time Facebook group that I got heavily involved in. And then they asked me to be an admin on that. And then through that, I found out that JordanCon existed. And then like after that, all bets were off. Like, <laughs> um, like I was like, oh, so not only are there fans, but there's there are fans that are getting together. Um, and even, even then, it took probably two or three years before we went to JordanCon because we were living in New Mexico at the time. And that's a little bit of a trek. And we had two smallish kids and I was like, we can't, I, I can't justify this expense at the time. But then we moved to Ohio. It's not a bad drive from Ohio to Atlanta. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, was, it was really just the online communities. And then I, I found out about Dragon Mount, like the website and all those types of things. And I was like, oh, so around these people, I seem normal being obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, like, trying to explain to my mom, like, what I was talking about. Because, I mean, she's a great mom, but she's like, what are you talking about? So, <laughs> Right. Yeah. And it's always fascinating to hear these stories. And I, I don't think I've... I know people have had gone into groups mm-hmm. on Facebook. You know, there are still mm-hmm. Facebook groups. Um, uh, although I think, you know, for... Um, most of our reference, we think right. of Twitter of Time as being the, you know, the the focal point of what the fandom mm-hmm. means to us. But it's all, you know, I grew up reading the books with a group of friends in okay. like high school, yeah. and you know, so I had I had people around me who were reading. I think Grace really didn't have any, you know, anything like that until probably, you know. This it, this age of mm-hmm. the fandom, you know, the, yep. the this turning with, with uh, the last three years, but yeah, I, I think it's just fascinating to hear once once the hooks are in. That is it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my husband even started reading them because that was my love of obsession, and like I was starting to like talk to more people online. He's like, I need to know what this is that you are so 
interested in. So he read, he read the whole series. He listened to it. He does audiobooks. So he, he listened to the entire series, and it was his idea to name Avienda Avienda. Wow. Everybody thinks, everybody thinks it was me. And I was like, no, I wanted to name her Berlin because I have an Asia, and I have a Roman, and I was like, let's throw a city in there. <laughs> but he had, he had said the next daughter we had, he wanted to name Avienda. And we have an Avienda. That is a really supportive partner that <laughs> yeah, chose yeah. to read the books just 14 because... 14 books. <laughs> four, yeah, not just one book, but 14 books because it was so important to you. Um, did he like them as much as you like them? Yes. So he's like, he's not like crazy like I am about it. Like he's like, he cannot, he, like I said, he's only read it once. Whereas I was reading, like every time I was waiting for a new book to come out, you go back to Eye of the World and you read up until that new book. And then you go back to Eye of the World and you just, you just keep, so he's never done that. He's read the whole series one time. Mm -hmm. Um, but he watched the show with me. And, I mean, he's retained a lot of it, but he is a physicist. And I think because Robert Jordan also had a degree in physics and he built mm. the magic system well, that it makes sense to my husband. Like, in, in that realm, he's very picky about, like, magic systems that don't make sense in the world that they're presented in. Like, he, he really enjoys that magic system, and I swear it's because Robert Jordan was a physicist. Like, so he's, he's not super obsessed, but, like, he can, he can pull a reference here or there. Yeah, that makes sense. Had he read other science fiction or fantasy books before? So his fandom is Lord of the Rings. That is his. Okay. And I and I haven't read Lord of the Rings. I still have not. Like I saw the movies and I'm like these. I don't know that I can do it. Um. Now, granted, I read Wheel of Time. I just feel like the the tone of the language is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, I was like, yes. I just I don't I don't feel like I can get into actually reading Lord of the Rings. Um. But so he. He likes fantasy. He likes fantasy probably more than sci-fi, maybe. But he's also a big Star Wars fan. Like the joke is, when I married him, I had to convert to Star Wars because he, <laughs> he, he sounds like an awesome person. To be honest, like for, everything for you're the mentioning, most part, he's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had to convert to Star Wars when when I met him because all my Star Wars knowledge came from Muppet Babies. Because again, this was not something that was necessarily aimed at the black community, so it's not like my mom was taking me to see Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. So I, re- but no, like we're totally obsessed now. Like we've got all the movie posters framed and upstairs in Avi's apartment because the third floor of the house is Avi's apartment. Um, so. um, do you have a life-size cardboard cutout of Obi-Wan Kenobi by any chance? No, but my oldest oh. daughter has one of Finn that my son okay. got her for Hanukkah one year. <laughs> okay, so you do have a cardboard cutout. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we do have a life-size cardboard cutout. <laughs> Absolutely love the fact that you converted him to Watt fandom and he converted you to, yeah. to Star Wars fandom. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like, awesome. I will say we we are very supportive of each other's interests. Like we met in high school and like the plan in high school was he was going to be the comic book artist and I was going to write the stories. But then we had a kid and was like, we need real jobs. Um, and so now he's a scientist. But <laughs> But I mean, that was one of the things. I mean, we spent... Many, many Saturday mornings on the phone watching X-Men cartoons together, even though we lived like five minutes apart. Like I could have literally walked to his house and watched it with him. But <laughs> we have a lot of the same interest in that. Like we like the cartoons, we like the sci-fi, we like the fantasy. So that's amazing. That's awesome. Romance story of the century. <laughs> um, so you said it was his idea to name your daughter Avienda. Yes. Why did he choose Avienda specifically? Did he just like the name? He just like the character. So he just thought it was like the one of the most beautiful names he had ever heard. And we unintentionally named both of our daughters names that start with A and end with A. Um, so oh. so that's like now it's a thing. Like we're not gonna have any more kids, but if we were and it was a girl, like we got to find a name that starts with A and ends with A, because it's a thing now. Um, but no, he just, he really liked the name. He thought it was one of the most beautiful names he'd ever heard. Had I known she would have been such a little maiden of the spear, I might've fought a little bit harder, (laughs) but she is here now. And and like, she knows, she is known from like the beginning that she is named after a character in the wheel of time. 
um, like watching the series, I'm pointing out like that. That's your boyfriend. And <laughs> remember, we were watching the first episode, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, it looks like he likes that other girl." <laughs> so we haven't broken to her, broken it to her that her boyfriend actually has two other girlfriends. We're not <laughs> like I'm not gonna be the one to tell her um, because I think she's gonna react just like Avienda in the book did. Um, so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, before I, I, I go to, uh, to the next question with you, Ebony, um, if there's this, uh, Grace, I'm asking you now, if there's this hypothetical child <laughs> you need to name from the Wheel of Time, what will you name them? You're asking me this? If I, if there was a hypothetical child, like my hypothetical child, or just any hypothetical well, child? <laughs> yes, sure, sure, well, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not planning to have a child, but if I was tasked tasked with naming someone's child, um, yes, exactly, okay. that's what I meant. Uh, what name would I choose? Mm. That's a really tough question. I'm trying to like flip through my favorite characters and names that I like. Um. Like I want to say Fayil, but that's that's kind of I don't know I don't know if that would go over well with modern audiences. Um, I also really want to say Tim because that's what Yosha answered when people asked him like what he thought the most <laughs> yes. common baby name would be from Wheel of Time. Uh, so I I want to say Tim. <laughs> yeah, so I will say I know a little baby naive. Actually, she's like four now, oh, and cute. I know an Egwene. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just turned one. Wow. Yeah, so I think that's all. And years ago, Avi had a, um, my Avi, had a little friend named Peregrine, but they called him Pippin. So it was like Wheel of Time and Lord of the Rings worlds collided, and it was mm-hmm. great. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, no, um, I, I, there's some good names in Wheel of Time, but there are some where you're like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah yeah like i love talmanes but i'm not gonna name a kid talmanes right right <laughs> dread dread <laughs> <Dreadbane>. <laughs> um sweaty <laughs> okay i mean so yeah, fine. Yes, good. Fine good. Okay, good. what if, what would yeah. you name your your hypothetical wheel of time oh. oh speaking of avienda yes speaking of avienda she's about to go to bed <laughs> good night avienda <laughs> you say good night Good night. <laughs> All right, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Swan. Oh, I think Swan yeah. is Swan is. Um, it's. I, I feel like it's modern. I, li- I like how mm-hmm. it's spelt, but but because it's not how right. you would imagine mm-hmm. saying it. But uh, yeah, I think Swan it is, is a nice name. name. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So. <laughs> So you, so you mentioned, you know, it it took you a few years after mm-hmm. Jordan Khan started for you to start going. And, and I think kind of alluded to why you went in the first place so that, you know, why you kept why you <laughs> kept going since. Have, have, have you have you gone like every year yes. since you went the first time? Yes. So like this, this okay. is my seventh year. What made you decide, hey, I need to like not only go to this event, I need to become involved in this event and and, you know, just just take it on. I have a bad habit of making suggestions for things and the people are like, oh, you should do that. It happens at work too. And I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything. Um, but so I went my first year um, and I think that first year I might've been like on a couple of panels, like on the Wheel of Time track. And at that time, Therese ran the Wheel of Time track. She was the director. And after that first year, she was like, would you like to be my manager? And I was like, Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> then I was her manager for a couple of years, but my first year there, you know, the after Jordan Kind, they'll do surveys and like, what would you suggest? And I was like, it would be really great if there was somebody to kind of help the new members along because most of, uh, not most of us, a good deal of us are introverts and it is very overwhelming. Even if you've talked to all these people online, like my first Jordan Kind, about every hour and a half, I had to go take a 20 minute break in my room because it was a lot. Right. Like I was very excited and happy to be there, but it was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And my husband, bless his heart, he would just go up there with me and be like, are you ready to go back down? (laughs) I would be like, "Okay." Um, So I made a suggestion that they would have almost like a mistress of novices type thing. Um, Just somebody to kind of welcome the new people, kind of give them a heads up, let them know what's going on and everything. So I made the suggestion. And then I think like two years later, they made the position And I was like, I should probably apply Um, (laughs) because it was my idea. And I applied and they were like, yeah, so since this was your idea, yeah, (laughs) you can you can do that. And 
here I am. Um, that being said, I very much tried to be who I needed for people at certain points in my life. Like, I tried to be the adult I needed as a kid. So, in, in this aspect, I tried to be the Jordan Con goer that I needed my first year. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to, Grace, I think you're going to say what I'm going to say. Uh, no, I was just going to say, you absolutely are that person to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to be like, if I think of something Jordan Con, I'm like, I'm glad. Yeah. And I don't yes. always know the answers, but I am more than happy to go find the answers. So as I am an, and I am an introvert, though I don't always come across as an introvert because my husband is military and he kept moving us. So I kept having to make friends. So mm-hmm. I, I can extrovert when I need to. I will need yeah. to recharge afterwards. Like the week after Jordan Con, I'm like, nobody talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Relatable yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like nobody talked to me. I did a lot of people in. I just, I need to, I need to recharge. Um, but because of that, I, um, I, I understand the whole, I need, I, I've got that, that complex where I wouldn't necessarily do it for me, but like my mom gene kicks in and somebody needs something, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll go ask, I'll go get it. I'll do it. So yeah, that's, that, that's a lot of what that is. And in that position, I'm like, I'm just the mom. I'll be the mom. Somebody needs something. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of you. <laughs> so. That's a really hard position to take on sometimes. And I'm wondering if you ever feel overwhelmed still at Jordan Con and how with um, this role that you have, like how you take care of yourself if you're taking care of everybody else. It's, so at Jordan, so at like actually at Jordan Con, I usually don't feel overwhelmed. Like now, leading up to Jordan Con, I'm like, oh Lord. But <laughs> at Jordan Con, so at this point, like I'm very comfortable at Jordan Con. Mm-hmm. Like I I know I know who to go to for things. Um, and I will also say, as I am getting on in years, like I, I'm 46 now, so 46-year-old Ebony is not 26-year-old Ebony. And there's a lot of things that would have freaked me out at 26 that I kind of just suck it up. Like I I still have anxiety but I'm like you know what I'll focus on what needs to get done now I'll freak out later (laughs) like like I'll I'll do the freaking out later let me focus on what needs to be done right now I will go up to my room later I will watch forensic files and eat chipotle and have a rum and coke and (laughs) it'll be fine so 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 grace um this this next time we're at jordan con I think we should make a point to go ask Evan so we can at least try to you know, help her. That is very I think I'll, so I'll, I'll make a, bring I'll make a point to do that. Bring you Chipotle and a rum and coke. <laughs> so I will say, <laughs> if you ask me that, I'm going to probably be like, I need a drink. Because, <laughs> because that really is like my default. I also have the very bad, ha- I'm getting better at it, but like I often don't ask for help. Not because I don't need it, but because I still like, I don't, I don't want to bother anybody. I'm working on it. <laughs> My therapist, the whole, I don't want to bother anybody, but I'm not a bother. Like I have to accept the fact that it's not a bother. So, but yes, you can just come and say hi. You don't even have to come and ask me if I need anything. Just come say hi. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely do that. Yeah. I think, you know, so you're talking about, you know, how much you've done for Jordan Con, and, and th- again, thank you. Thank you for that. I mean, it's just not us. I think many people um, share that sentiment. When you think of Jordan Con, and you've been to so mm-hmm. many, you know, Jordan Cons, is there one memory that stands out for you? I know there are many, but is there one where you're like, that, you know, is your favorite time, favorite moment? I'm going to have to say it's probably the first year I went and I met Harriet because I was like, I like, I can't say hi to her. Like, and I absolutely could because she's the nicest woman ever. But just like the the whole me freaking out about it and my husband going, stop freaking out and just go ask for a picture. <laughs> and like, it was fine. Um, and she was fine. Um, I think that's probably my most favorite moment. My second favorite would be, I forget what year it was, but Dragon Mount was celebrating some kind of anniversary and they had like a room in their party. And I did a spelling bee where I had Brandon Sanderson spell different words from the series. And he was like, I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> but it was, it was just, it was a fun thing to do. Cause I saw him the next day and I had him sign a book for a friend. He's like, 
are, are there going to be hard words to spell? I'm like, nope, just his name. <laughs> just his name, whatever else you want to write. Oh, that is that is that is a great memory where you kind of trumped Brandon Sanderson writing something or spelling or trying to write something or spell something. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, because you know, there's a lot of lot of words in the wheel of time that don't necessarily sound like they're spelled or like Avienda's name actually has an H in it, yeah. right? It's got that H. People say it's a silent H. Really, it's just a soft H. Just nobody pronounces it. I mean, it. The, cl- the classic is yeah. too many R's in Murdral, right? Right. Like, what is that? <laughs> I think that was actually one of the words I gave him to spell yeah. because who can spell it? Yeah. I never It's like two it. R's never, and then ever. two A's. No, it's like, yeah. Yeah, there's all these D's and Y's and L's. And I'm like, why? Yeah. That's more terrifying than the actual murderall. It's trying to spell and it. M-Y-R-R-D-R-A-A-L. Yeah, see, I don't... Yes, is that right? I, I got to look it up. I don't know. Uh, I really don't yeah. know, honestly. But, you know, you mentioned yeah. meeting Harriet. Um, I, I think Harriet um, used to come pretty much every year and, and doesn't... Yeah. Have, so I, I think that added... You know, presence of Harriet at Jordan Con was, I'm sure, a lot of people's favorite um, memory. Yeah. yeah, and we, yes. um, you know, we're lucky to to meet her the past year, Grace and I. And you're right, she is so approachable and so nice, and you know, just just the most lovely person. She, and I love to hear her talk. Like she's got that soft Southern accent. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's there, but just but it, she sounds very proper, also. Very. Yes. Right. Like I, so I do. I love to hear her tell stories. And she's so. firm too. That's what I like about her. She's yes. She, she's 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 yeah. She's an amazing person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Anis, I am sorry mm. to inform you that uh, you lost the spelling mm. bee. You did not spell Merdral properly. There's not two R's actually. There's two. No D's. way. There's two <laughs> D's. Yeah, I, I knew there were two yeah. D's. I knew there were two D's because that, I remember I, I that was called for. I'm like it's. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> murder all, murder all. What is this? Right. Exactly. Murder, murder all. Yeah. That's what he should have called. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. That would make yes. sense. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um. So, Ebony, you talked uh, about shenanigans before. <laughs> yes. I, I know I've asked you about that, and you've mentioned it before. I think you've written maybe a blog post about mm-hmm. it on the Jordan Cobb website. So basically, you define that as anything that's going on outside of the official programming at Jordan yeah. So it could be yeah. hanging out in the mm-hmm. lobby, you know, getting up to, you know, chasing a, uh, what was it? Possum? It was a possum, was a possum that possum got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there's a, there's a possum that yeah. got in. I mean, the, the tiaras and mm-hmm. kiltwood, that, that, that qualifies yes. as shenanigans, right? Yes, that, yeah. yes I think those yeah. are, the tiaras are probably the most well-known shenanigan, um, which I just absolutely love. Like, I get a new one every year, and Brian, my husband, is just frustrated and confused. Because every year we come home from Jordan Con, I'm like, let me go order a new tiara. And he's like, but you have some. I'm like, yeah, but everybody's seen me in those. So... <laughs> I need a new one. Um, and then the kilts, they started recently. Um, the guys wearing the kilts, that's relatively recent. Um, but yeah, there, there are lots of shenanigans. Um, so before COVID happened, we had there were lots of room parties also. So there were lots of shenanigans. And we had the nine horse hitch, which I don't think we're bringing out of retirement. But basically, it was a bar set up as a room party. And you just made donations. And it all went to the charity. The, um, at the Mayo Clinic. Um, but there was a really, really good drink. Um, it was called, I can't remember what it was now, but it had blood oranges in it. And it was delicious. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of shenanigans and it's so much fun. And it's funny because usually I don't get caught up in a lot of the shenanigans. Like the the Jordan Con after hours panels, usually I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Saturday, I do stay up for the dance party, though. So, Do you have a favorite shenanigan? Um, so something that they used to do, I don't think they've done it the past few years, but a good number of, like, the officers and some of the other Jordan Con staff would um, reconstruct famous paintings. They did one of the Last Supper with all of them, like, but it'll be, like, <laughs> one in the morning. <laughs> They're all in the room. They did... Um, there's another one I can't think of right now. I will have to fi- 
find the pictures and send them to you guys. <laughs> but just silly things like that. Like they take the picture and then at um at the closing ceremonies, at leave takings, they'd show us the picture. Um I know the year that Paul was the um, master of ceremonies and they did the film with all the different turning, all the different mats and the turnings, like those, those basic shenanigans, those types of things that are just like, it's, there's some plan, like some shenanigans are spontaneous, but some people like plan, like we're going to do this shenanigan. <laughs> it's going to be great. So and it's it, one of the fav- the things that I love the most about Jordan Con is the outside area yes, in the back. Yes, it's just so lovely. It like it's like a little oasis. And um, last year, Anas and I were part of a group of people that ended up sitting at a picnic table out there later later at night. I think it was Saturday mm-hmm. night, and just talking. We ended up calling it Picnic Table Con, and we thought we were pretty cool. But I'm wondering, in all your years of having gone to Jordan Con. That's probably not the first time that's happened. There's probably been other picnic table cons over the there years. There have been, but also my first two years, we were at a different hotel. So the hotel that they're at now oh, is the original okay. hotel that it started out in. And then for a couple mm-hmm. years, it was another hotel that was basically right down the street. Um, mm-hmm. And so my first two years, we were at that hotel. And then we came back to this one. So And, and everybody was really excited because of the outside mm-hmm. area in the back. Um, and if you go far enough in the back, there's like gazebos because there's a whole park and everything. And I know last year there was a beer tasting back there, but also the Black Tower uh, did their Ashaman raising. So there was a whole Black yes. Tower ceremony back there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you will find little pockets of people all over that hotel because at this point we basically take it over for that weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Light help anybody who is in that <laughs> hotel that's not there for Jordan Con because you are really <laughs> yes. getting ready to be real confused. Um, <laughs> so there's there's always the little pockets. I mean, like there's there's Couch Con. There's always somebody in the lobby. Yes. Pretty much no matter what time of mm-hmm. night or day it is, there's always somebody in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always somebody outside and it's, it's great. Like it makes me really happy to see it because it's people connecting, right. That maybe only know each other online or maybe just met each other. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's like, and it's sometimes people you wouldn't expect to be sitting down chatting. And I think that's the best Mm -hmm. part. It's like, it doesn't matter. None of that matters because we're, we're all here to be dorks for the. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I would say it's accurate in saying there's a little bit of the lights work lore that, you know us sitting at that table, one of the things that we did was, hey, so how did you start reading these books? What is your Wheel of Time fandom origin story? And that's what we do here now. So I, I feel like there was some some origin for our yes. podcast at that table. I feel like there's probably a lot of origin stories for content creators that came out of Jordan Con. Yes. Like e- even if it's just meeting mm-hmm. somebody that you saw online, you're like, we should get together and do this. I was just say content creators, collaborators, mm-hmm. romances, yes. marriages, babies. Yes, there, there was, I'm sure many things. There was a wedding Jordan last Con. year, so I went, there was a there, there was, was a wedding last year at Jordan Con. I missed. That. Um, I know there's been at least one other wedding, maybe two. So um, Melanie, who attends sometimes, is Robert Jordan's niece, but also like her job job. Is she she uh, performs wedding ceremonies like that's what she does, so she has presided over a couple of wedding ceremonies there at Jordan Con, um, and yeah, no, plenty of people have gotten engaged. The guys who used to run to Verantees, they met mm-hmm. at Jordan Con. <laughs> they started that company. They had married, and they have two adorable children now. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, so yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah, so I think there's definitely that feeling of magic in the air at, at Jordan Con. You're bringing people from all walks of life together to to talk about this one shared love. Um, is there anything that you think makes a Wheel of Time convention or even just any gathering of Wheel of Time fans so magical? Is there something about the books that creates this kind of special environment? So I will say one of the things I loved about Wheel of Time is that uh, skin colors are relevant, right? The break-in happened. People got all mixed up. So there's very few societies where everybody looks the same, right? Sea folk, yes, but they all stay to themselves. 
Um, Aiel, yes, they all stay to themselves. But like in the main continent, basically, it's all mixed up. Like you, you can't necessarily tell where somebody's from based on how they look. Like unless they have the bells in their hair, right? Like then you know they're from that country. Um, right. And I, it's like nationality right. instead of race. Right. Yeah. And I think that sentiment that flows through the book that everybody's like, it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like everybody just kind of identify. Mm-hmm. I think people who enjoy the series have more of that mindset for the most part. So I think just uh, people gathering from all walks of life that are like, all that really matters is who your favorite Forsaken is. I think that, <laughs> I think that kind of just, it's just very open and it's very friendly and everybody, we're just happy to find other people that are obsessed like us. So I think, I think that helps a lot. Just kind of the, the culture within the book where the things that are important in the real world were not important at all in the book. I think we kind of take that to heart. It's just like, I mean, you seem cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all that really matters. I feel like I have to bring this up because yeah. every time we talk about something like this, I say, if you like Gavin Turkhand, if you go to Jordan Khan, you'll find other people who like him. So even, you know, <laughs> yes. even characters that mm-hmm. are not like, yes. you will find people. So you, you'd find people who... Um, you know, you can bond over things. There's right. so many things to bond over. And I think that is true that, you know, the, the books were written so well that they speak to, to to all of us. In in terms of, you know, people you know, who are listening to this now who've never been to mm-hmm. a Wheel Time convention or Jordan Con um, and are on the, like, on the fence, what's what's your, like, you know, why should they go to, to this? What is what, what would you say to them? Well, you get to meet me. Um, <laughs> all right, you're sold, so sold. sold. All right, okay. Going. <laughs> Number two, my Avienda should be there next year if she doesn't have another dance competition. So you get to meet her. Oh, but no, it is It is a very, I think it is a very good first con for anybody who's never been to a con. And even though we have grown over the past couple years, because this is, I think this one's going to be pretty big too. I don't know that we're going to hit a thousand people, but it's close. Um, but it still feels small right it still it still feels very friendly um but it is so here's the thing you don't have to necessarily be obsessed with wheel of time to go because there's so many other panels about other things there's one wheel of time track but there's a lot of other panels there's an art show you can bring people who haven't read wheel of time that like science fiction or want to make stuff or or just like to do cosplay cosplay doesn't have to be wheel of time um, also, you don't have to cosplay. You can just come and look at the cosplay. There's there's a lot of things to do. So if you've never been to a convention before and you like Wheel of Time, I mean, I would say go. Also, we have the con suite, which I don't know many other cons do that is included in your membership. And basically you can get breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks throughout the con, which is great, especially if you're on a budget um, because you don't, you don't have to leave the hotel. <laughs> um, and it's just, it, it's good to know. Like, and the con suite is great. They have gluten-free options. They have vegetarian options. Like if you have dietary restrictions, you can email them. They are very accommodating. Um, but I think that, it, I think it's a good value for the money also. I mean, it, it, it's great. Like you're going to spend a lot in the dealer's hall. Absolutely. But... <laughs> to to get there like i it's in atlanta like even if you have to fly it's atlanta every plane comes into atlanta at some point it's it's not a bad drive now atlanta traffic isn't the best but it's not a bad drive for most close places like it's like eight nine hours for me and the worst thing is getting out of the state of virginia it's like the beltway like once i get past the beltway it's fine it's an easy drive um but it's just it's we're friendly, you got food, you got fun, you got couch con, and Paul, no matter what Val says, has the best playlist for parties because the 80s, all 80s music, not all 80s music, but a lot of 80s music makes me happy. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just reading about that today. I was wondering if that was some kind of inside joke because I saw the Festival of Lights yes. on Saturday, which is basically the dance party. It's the party. dance party. So, and there was some joke about the DJ playing really old yes, music. Yes, so Val... <laughs> Val is, he's, he's my boss. He is the, he's in charge of programming 
at Jordan Kahn. And he complains every year about the songs that Paul plays. I mean, even even the dance party is something that kind of happened organically. We're at the first one. Paul was there and he was like, y'all, y'all care if I play some music? And he's been the DJ ever since. Like, he, ha- he has no qualifications. Like, he's not a DJ in real life. He's an artist. But <laughs> he, he DJs for us. And he does play a lot of 80s music. Um, I was born in 1976. That's right up my alley. But Bao always complains about it. But Bao's a little younger than me. So, but yeah, no, that is the joke that Bao hates all the music. And I like, it's, it's great for me. I mean, some of the stuff is a bit out there. Like towards 1 a.m., 2 a.m. when the hotel's like, y'all have to go to bed. He'll start playing DuckTales and stuff like that. And nobody goes to bed. Like they just dance to it. <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> because they just... Like, normally the hotel does have to shut down the dance party. They are literally like, you have to leave. You, you have to go so we can clean. So <laughs> Nice. So we have, we have some, I was just looking, we actually have some questions from our Discord oh, server. Okay. Um, awesome. I had asked if anybody wanted to ask you sure, anything. Sure, sure, sure. And um, they uh, have some questions for okay. you. I'm going to try to see if I, there's a lot. <laughs> Trying to narrow them down. Uh, okay, so Delusions of Grendel asks, will they be bringing back karaoke in 2024? Yes. So the only reason they are not doing karaoke this year is because it's the 15th year that Jordan Khan has been going on. It's the 15-year anniversary. And to celebrate that, they're doing the yearly brawl, which was the inn that Jen and Jimmy were written into in the book. So Jen and Jimmy, who are the Khan chairs, are in the Wheel of Time series. And... That is the name of the end. So this this year, they took the karaoke out just to have this kind of time to kind of celebrate the 15 years of Jordan Con. So it's going to be like a pub. People, you, I, I don't know if you saw the form or not, but like if you want to get up and read a poem or sing a song, we're going to have a gleeman. So it's just kind of a celebration of 15 years of Jordan Con. As far as I know, karaoke will be back next year. I know some people's feelings were, they were very much in their feelings about karaoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People feel strongly yes. about the characters. Yes, and I get it because it's a good time. But I, they wanted to do something special this year because it's been 15 years. Like, I, I don't think Jen, when she came up with this idea, thought it was going to become this and that it was going to last this long. So they just, they kind of just want to acknowledge 15 years. Let's, let's talk about it. So, Are there any other 15-year anniversary celebration events planned or secret surprises or anything? Not that I know of, but there is almost always a secret surprise that somebody comes up with. (laughs) Um, I know, like, I know that especially some of the people that have been there since the beginning have, like, some little things that they may be doing. Like, I know the store, I think the store will have a 15-year pin that you can get, that type of thing. Um, But I think the... The brawl is the biggest 15-year thing that we're doing. There were plans for a yearbook, but time got away from us. Um, so we're going to – we'll do it in five years. Um, Did you say a yearbook? A yearbook. Oh, well, you can bring your own yearbook because last year Anna brought a yearbook and made everybody so, sign And it was really great A idea. couple years ago, I started getting people to sign my program, like the actual program uh, that yeah. they give you. I was like, sign it. Just sign it. So I'll remember who was here this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're going to Jordan Con and uh, you are a sentimental person, bring a little blank notebook yes. and just have everybody you meet and talk to write in it and sign it for you and you'll have lots of memories and a little personalized yearbook. Yes. You want to keep going, looking at these questions? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Dash, Dashamon, um, asks... Can we draw some hints and tips on things to say or places to be during the con? Is it like the Continental in John Wick? <laughs> what is the secret phrase we should be telling you for a precious ribbon? And where is the after party room? Okay, so <laughs> to get a ribbon from, from me, you just have to say what they say to the Empress in the books. So that's it's real easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would be okay. surprised how many people draw a blank when they actually see me and they're like, I can't remember what they say to the Empress. What if Dash hasn't read to that part if, yet? If he, I think he's a first-time reader. So I have a special ribbon this year for first-time readers. Okay. So nice. tell me you're a first-time reader and you get a special ribbon. Nice. Awesome. Um, so <laughs> after party. Like I said, there are no, there are no con-sanctioned room parties. Um, honestly, the dance party is kind of the after party. 
Um, but there is a whole schedule of like Jordan Con After Dark panels. Like Twatcast is going to be doing their panel right next to the dance party at the same time, which is probably the best place for them. Um, but there's there's plenty of like after after regular con hour stuff going on. But there's almost like I said, there's no con sanctioned room parties. <laughs> but if if you can stay Sunday night after the con ends, that's when couch con happens, which is just everybody sitting down and taking a deep breath and going, that was a lot. Um, let me talk to my friend from last year that I didn't have a chance to talk to because I was so busy or let me get to know this new friend I made. It's just, it's a very, you kind of decompress after all of it because it's a lot of adrenaline from Friday to Sunday night. So if you, if you can hang around after everything ends on Sunday, do that. Hang out at couch, couch con. Um, it'll probably be in the lobby this year. Last year it was in the gaming room, but I believe they're going to, they're having something going on in the gaming room for volunteers, I think. After official pan after official programming ends, so we'll probably just be hanging in the lobby. Yeah, I can definitely say that Sunday night is very chill, mm-hmm. a very special time where it just feels like cozier, yeah. and you know, a lot of people have left, so it's it's very quiet, mm-hmm. and you really get to sit down and get to know people. It's it's a nice. It time. is, and like you're not worried about making it to a panel, right? Like like right. at this point, it, it's yeah. all over. <laughs> like you can you can right. relax right. a little bit. There's- Nowhere else to be, really. right? So, right. yeah. Uh, Dash also wants to know who has been one of your favorite special guests that you have met at a con. Um, well, I said Harriet and Brandon. Um, let's see, a special guest. Gosh, you know, I'm I'm not sure. Like, there's a lot of the guests that aren't like the guest of honor, but they're, they're like guest authors, and I've made like a lot of author and artist friends at this point. Um, mm-hmm. so. Like I like Milton and Gerald are two of my favorite. Milton Davis and Gerald Coleman, um, they they're fun, but also they have a great ribbon competition where basically they spend a lot of the con to see who can get the most ribbons and to convince you not to give ribbons to the other person. So like that's that's fun, but yeah, I don't I don't know that there's one guest that I've been like this is absolutely the bee's knees aside from Harriet and Brandon. <laughs> so did you? Did you meet Michael Livingston last year? I did. I did. I, I have met Michael. Um, didn't chat a whole, whole bunch. You know what? I take that back. Maria. So Maria. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maria's lovely. Mar- I love Maria. And she is so hilarious. Like some of the stuff that she says, you would not expect her to say, which makes it even better. Um, but she also has like so much Willa Time knowledge in her head. Yes. And I'm just like, that is she really that does. is amazing. Like, so she's a lot of fun. Yeah, she's great. And her little uh, Daniel dragon that yes. she carries around with her. Just so adorable. All right, last question from Discord. Sulin asks, what are the best options for food for a non-driver? Um, so con suite. Um, that that is like your best, best option. Also, in our new member guide, we have a list of uh like all the local restaurants so like you can walk to some of them like if if you're not mm-hmm. they're not it's it's a good location there's plenty of stuff you can walk to um but also we have the information for like DoorDash and Grubhub and all that kind of stuff and all the local restaurants um I mean we all know the hotel restaurant's gonna be super expensive um but if you are a non-driver absolutely like try to connect with either people who drove or people who are local and like, just catch a ride with somebody. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the yep. Korean barbecue place is like the place to be. Um, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but like, if you ask anybody at Jordan Con about Korean barbecue, they will point you in the right direction. Um, I'm a big fan. I keep hearing about it, but I've I've never been. So maybe this is yeah, my year. Maybe yeah. I need to do Korean yeah. barbecue this so year. So that that <laughs> is a is a great option. Um, there's a cheesecake factory not too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the mall. Like, the mall is not far at all and have the food court. Um, there's a liquor store not too far away that's not food, but people find that information valuable. Um, <laughs> and there's, like, there's a Walmart not too far away also. But, I mean, honestly, the con suite is, is like, your first go-to. Um, and, again, so if you're flying, you can't bring a whole lot of snacks. Um, but... 
But yeah, I, I would say con suite first, then see who did drive. Mm-hmm. Because like DoorDash, it's convenient, but it's not cheap. <laughs> so, yeah. and and I'll be honest, like even during Jordan Con, if you are on Twitter or, on, or in the Facebook group, you can always post like, is anybody going out to get dinner? Would you pick something up for me? Meet me down here in the lobby. I'll Venmo you the money. Like we, we really are a nice group. people like we try to help each other out yeah I think actually I did that (laughs) last year but sort of sort of in the reverse way uh some friends and I ordered a bunch of Chinese Mm. food and I think before the Chinese food came someone had given us free pizza so we were like (laughs) not that hungry Mm -hmm. and we didn't finish I mean of course like you know with Chinese food you get these huge containers and so we ate a little bit We, we didn't have like much left and we knew that where we had a lot left and we didn't know like what to do with it because we didn't want to like keep it and have to read right, it right, and everything. Right. So I just put on Twitter like, hey, who wants this Chinese <laughs> yeah. food? And like people came in and got our leftovers, which was pretty Yeah, I, I will say if you are on Twitter or Facebook, like don't ignore it during Jordan Con because there's plenty of stuff still actually it's not like it shuts down because Jordan Con is going on. Like right. it's even more active, I think. It's a way to communicate. Right. Right. Sure. Because yeah. Jordan Con is going on, like people are posting in there like Especially if they if they are looking for somebody, <laughs> like they'll tag them there. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. it, it's a good it's a good source. Yeah, follow the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first year when I was there, um, which was 2021, Brandon Sanderson did like a secret late night panel, mm-hmm. and I found out about that through Twitter. See? Like somebody had posted like, oh, you know, first however many people that show up come to this yeah, panel. Yeah. And I was in the middle of like having a drink with someone, and I was like, I have to go now, bye, and I like ran. <laughs> So that was really cool. So yes, definitely pay attention to your social yes. media when you're at Jordan. Yes. Club. And yes, use the hashtag. When you post pictures, use the hashtag. Our social team, our social media team will thank you. <laughs> because like they're, the best photos are the organic ones, right? And you want, you want to get a good smattering of who attended. So definitely use the hashtag. Right. No. Yeah. I, I mean, that that is... So, like, a perfect advice for, you know, first-time goers, but also people who've been there before, you know, um, because, uh, yeah, you can miss a lot of stuff, and I think following social media is is, is really helpful. Um, any, you know, last words of, of advice? Any any parting kind of, you know, uh, Jordan Con? you know, this is what you should remember? Um, so, remember, it's it's mainly just a bunch of introverts pretending to be extroverts for the weekend. So nine times out of 10, you know how they say most wild animals are just as scary to you as you are them? Same thing. <laughs> Same thing at Jordan Con. Um, absolutely. This, if there was ever a time to start a conversation with a stranger, this is the time. Um, if you have not finished the series, start your conversation with that. Like, I am only on books such as, because nobody wants to spoil you, but it may happen. It's not like there are tons of conversations going on about the Wheel of Time, but somebody may say something randomly and then you're like, I don't know what that means. So if you don't want to be spoiled, also stay away from the Wheel of Time track. <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled, don't, don't go to that track. Yes. But yeah. Kiba. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely. Like if, if you are first time, re- and also tell us because we love first time readers. Because like I can't be a first time reader ever again, but mm-hmm. I can live vicariously through other first time readers, and I love it. Right. <laughs> like I've bought so many copies of Eye of the World to send to people. Like I'll buy you the first. Like I'm a drug dealer. I'll give you the first one for free. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you haven't lost. You heard it yes. here first, everyone. <laughs> like if if you you haven't lost anything if you don't like it, right? Right. You, it didn't cost you anything. Um, but yeah, just be, even if you are more introverted, just, you know, say hi, smile. We're all really nice. We all want to talk to you. (laughs) We really do because we're so excited that you're there. I was just saying, and if you feel lost, find Yes, Ebony. come find me. That, that's what I did. I was like nervous and scared. And I was like, I'm just going to yeah. go find Ebony because I know who she is. I know she's going to yes. help me out. Yeah, you guys can come hang out with me anytime. <laughs> like for, for a good part of the, for a good part of Friday and Saturday in the morning, I'll be at the new member services table. Come, come hang out with me. It is like, just come find me. Like I kind of stand out a little bit, 
Um, I have a scepter and a crown and a tiara, so I'm easy to find. I will be wearing a green dress because that is as far as I go in cosplay is I just wear green dresses all weekend. That's all I got. Um, I, <laughs> I cannot sew, but I can shop. Um, but yeah, just come find me and hang out. It's easy peasy. I will say, if you are not staying in the host hotel, but you need to get up to the con suite, either come find me or anyone with an orange lanyard that says staff or a black lanyard that says officer, because in that hotel, you need your key, your room key to use the elevator. Just come, yes. come find one of us. Take some getting used yes, to. Yes, <laughs> yes. But like, if you're not staying in that hotel and you want to go to the con suite, come find one of us. If you haven't already made a con friend that's staying there. <laughs> but we will totally, you can use my key to go. It's the con suite's on the second floor. It's in room 201. Yeah, so that, that's probably the biggest thing for anybody not staying in the hotel. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. This is all. Nice. <laughs> um, we have a couple closing segments that sure. we do, um, which we'll get to. But I have I have one last question for sure. you before we get to that. Um, so the premise of our podcast is we talk about the fandom. We talk about these special things that we do together, like Joy mm-hmm. Con and all, all of the shenanigans you mentioned. Uh, but we also talk about the really sweet, kind, and thoughtful things that fans do for one mm-hmm. another. And that's what we consider the light's work. Mm-hmm. So just wondering for all you've given over the years as the new members director and, you know, just helping people in so many ways at, the, at Jordan Con, have you ever been on the receiving end of the light's work? Has someone ever done something really sweet and kind for you that helped you in some way? Um, like within the fandom, honestly, just the fandom being the fandom, like it's, Becoming part of the fandom is like, I, I always have somebody to talk to. Like there's so many, there's so many like little groups that have spawned from Jordan Con friends. That's just, there's a lot of support groups. I mean, and like everybody absolutely adores Avienda. I don't know if that's doing me good or not, um, but she totally has a fan club and I love that. They buy a lot of Girl Scout cookies from her. She loves that. Um, but just in general, it's just, just the general fellowship. Like I, I know if ever, if I were ever to have any type of issue, like I know that the fandom would be there, right? Like my Jordan Con friends would be the first ones to step up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I yes, perfect. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We we've seen that happen, yes. and and we yes, love yes, it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, our next part of the podcast is we do some rapid questions. So we're just going to ask you a few questions um, and your answers are just going to be like one word off the top of your head. First thing that comes to mind. I'll do my best. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like, it's like, yeah, yes or no, or, or, you know, or or choice. And, you know, you're going to be stuck with it forever. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) this is being recorded. So you cannot change. All right. (laughs) All right. All right. You want to go first on us? Favorite Wheel of Time book? Um, I'm going to say Eye of the World, because after that one, it's all one book to me. <laughs> Favorite character? Uh, Matt. Okay. Favorite season one episode? Mm, my favorite season one episode, of course, is The Blood Snow. Like that cold open, was it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite actor on the show? Uh, uh, Zoe. Zoe Robbins, Nynaeve's yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite season two teaser scene? Uh, the Empress, of course. <laughs> I love that. Nice. The, the fingernails the, yes. clicking. Uh, it's amazing. Yes. Love it so much. <laughs> um, Perrin, Matt, or Rand? Matt. All right. Min, Elaine, or Avienda? Avienda, because if I say anything else, the one I have will come get me. <laughs> You think she would stabby stab you? I absolutely. She was shanking her father the other day. She would absolutely <laughs> stab me. I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> uh, which Wheel of Time character would be best suited for your job at JordanCon? I am going to say... Um, God, I can't think of her name now, but the Keeper. Leon. Liana. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah. Leanne. Yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And can be pronounced in many different ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and who would you fan cast yourself 
as in the Wheel of Time. Uh, the Empress. <laughs> like, May she forever. live forever. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. And it, and it is not just because I have a huge crush on Matt, but I was <laughs> really happy when that relationship came to be. So <laughs> have you met Melindra? Yes, no, we, we have had this conversation <laughs> several times. Okay. And I think we're just going to work out a system. <laughs> okay. Like, Sounds good. I'm yes. glad you came to an agreement and that yes. there's no stabbing involved. No. Yes, that's good. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Matt will be all right I, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Matt will not complain now. <laughs> um, so, the last thing that we do before we wrap up is we talk about our favorite fandom moments of the week. So, something okay. that happened within the fandom could be on social media or, you know, a video that came out or news. Um, so, do you want to start us off, Anis? Yeah. So, um, just today, Priyanka, who, uh, Priyanka Pose, who plays um, Alana, put out an, an Instagram um, story or i don't think it was a story i think it was actually a post of a picture of the cast so they're they're in prague um i think i'm trying to think who was on there i think zoe maddie Ayla smart was there um marcus was there so is and uh kyle alexander they're all there and she i forget exactly what she said but she said something like this unbelievably like great cast or something like that it was just you know seeing them all together and they're gonna film you know season three and i don't have season two you know <laughs> news but it was still you know any crumbs anything it was just amazing yeah. to see them all together just lounging they're kind of looking off so the picture's awesome right we got that but it was just seeing everyone on twitter being like what are they looking at and just speculating about that i forget you know i forget there were just so many but you know there's a few that just uh, cracked me up where i'm like this this is what we need, you know. The, the fandom is so um, they they just need all of this, and we're starving. We, we are, we yes, are starving. we are starving, and um, <laughs> it's just great to see them all together. So I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I am going to continue my tradition of breaking the rules in our podcast. <laughs> I, I do this every week in some way. Uh, this is a new way. Um, I am going to pick my favorite fandom moment of last week. Ah, yes. Uh, but there's a very good reason for that, which is that uh, last week I forgot to mention uh, something really important that we did here at the Lights Work, which was we released uh, a video for Recapacidae that was recapping all of the news that Brian missed uh, while he was recovering from his Aww. injury. Uh, he had posted in his Discord server back in December, kind of just saying how he was doing and just made a sort of offhand comment like, no, if you if you have any news for me that I missed, just let me know. And of course, Anas and I had to, you know, do that to the extreme. <laughs> so I we love got, it. We got a bunch of friends and fans together to record little videos with updates for him. It took us quite a while to compile it and get everything together. And we added some of our own stuff to it as well. Um, but finally, we, we got it completely finished and edited and we we got to finally release it on what wednesday last week and just seeing all of the reactions people really enjoying it and sharing it and just the kind words people said about it and then brian also um posting in discord and, and thanking us for it that was a really fun special fandom moment we i just love to bring joy to people in that way where people get to see each other on a video and see the creative things that other people have done for someone else, which is really nice. That is amazing. Like that, I, can that be my favorite moment too? Um, <laughs> if you want to break the rules, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'm not going to break the rules because I'm new here. Now I will say. Uh, you can um, make the rules. You're the this, empress. You can just, this I is mean, a new yeah. rule. This is true. I mean, you honestly, that is, that is how I live my life. But, um, Full disclosure, I was in Tennessee all last week, and internet was not great. Mm. But, <laughs> but I did go to Dollywood, and that was awesome. But um, for me, th this is Jordan Con related, and it actually just, I think it came out today. They are allowing um, kids art in the art show, even if the kid is not there. So I, for me, that is a great fandom thing, because I, I know a lot of us do have kids, and we are very much... I mean, I know I'm trying to get mine into Wheel of Time, like, still. I've got the 21-year-old. I'm working on it. <laughs> he watched it. So, um, but I think that is just another way the fandom is kind of, like, include everybody. Like, you know, include the kids, too. 
Like, let them show off their artwork. So, for me, and that's something new. We've never done that before. It's always been, it's, it's never been, like, kids, show them your stuff. It's always been more professional artists and that type of thing. Now, you can't buy it and it can't be voted on. But just the simple fact that you, you can bring your kid, like, everything you've got on your refrigerator for your kid, bring it in. So, that, that to me, just seeing us open up even more and be even more inclusive like you you don't have to have read the series like just show us your creativity so that that made me really happy and i didn't know that was happening either so <laughs> i was very excited to see that yeah i saw that too and i thought that was really cute um so yes. we'll post a link to the information about that in our show notes um so people can check that out thank you so much thank Ebony. you you have of been course. an amazing guest oh, um you are just you. so fun to talk to so sweet and approachable and um i will see you very soon in yes. like 10 10 11 days i'll see you i can't yes it. i know i know like all year long we go is it april yet is it april yet and then april gets here and we scream for the yeah. entire month in panic yep. mm-hmm. and I'm then it's ready soon- yeah, and then as soon as Jordan Con is over, it's like, is it next April yet? I'm like, did mm-hmm. we not just freak out <laughs> because we yes. weren't ready? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's so it, true. <laughs> it is it is a beautiful yet vicious cycle we put us put ourselves through <laughs> every year. That's a lovely way to put it. It's so true. It's just, yeah, just so much chaos. So much chaos. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. In a good way. Yes, <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes, it is the best chaos. Honestly, it's the best chaos in my life. So mm-hmm. Sure. Aside from Avienda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anas, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, just th- thank you so much. And yes, a- 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 anyone going to JordanCon, find Ebony. It, yes. it will It will make JordanCon for you. So to do that. <laughs> well, that's such a sweet thing to say. And don't forget to get a selfie because you'll want to have proof that you met the Empress. <laughs> yeah. so make sure you do yeah. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you like what we do here at The Lights Work, uh, please follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Lights Work Pod. We are on Instagram at The Lights Work. We have a Patreon and we also have a wonderful Discord server uh, where we do have a JordanCon channel. Um, so if you're going to JordanCon and you want to chat with other like-minded, nice, cozy fandom folks, please join our Discord server and and find the JordanCon channel. And until next time, it's your turn to go out into the world and do the light's work. The Light's Work is a Wheel of Time fandom podcast hosted by Anas and Grace. The Light's Work is in no way affiliated with the children of the light. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media or sponsor us on Patreon. <laughs>